Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grombacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Rochelle Smith. Rochelle, are you ready to do this? Let's do it. Excellent. Let's do this. Rochelle is an MBA, CFP. She is the founder and CEO of Ames Financial Solutions, as well as an author. I'm excited to have you on. Rochelle, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Personal life. Uh, well, personal <laughs> life. Um, I am a mom of, of a very energetic 12-year-old, uh, 12 and a half, I should say, Um uh, as you indicated, I am the owner of Ames Financial Solutions. I'm a certified financial professional. And uh, I, I would say, you know, in my personal time, of course, I love to do all things that are related to finances and spend time with my family, of course. As far as my business, uh, I, my motto is uh, I help people, uh, mainly women, Build wealth, live in abundance, and leave a legacy for at least two generations. That's kind of my motto that uh, I go by for most clients. Certainly not every single client is going to fit into that particular motto, but in general, that's what my motto is. I help women who are transitioning from from, from full-time jobs to retirement or from becoming a housewife to a high achiever, as well as helping women who are going through a very transitional, um, a very difficult transitional period like death or um, divorce of a spouse. Got it. So helping people through tough times. Yes. Appreciate that. So I think that building wealth, living in abundance, and then leaving a legacy for two generations, I think that's something that we probably all aspire to do. Yeah. Um, how, How common is it for you to talk to people about leaving a legacy and them to have a good sense of what that means to them? Or is that something that maybe when you're asking them about it, it's one of the first times they're thinking about it? I would say the latter. It's probably one of the first times that they are seriously thinking about it. So I think everyone knows that there are are things that they should do as far as leaving a legacy. And typically most people think about, you know, maybe I'll leave my house or leave some money or maybe even leave benefits from a life insurance policy. So they may have thought about it in a very uh, simplistic way. But when they're working with me, of course, we dig a little deeper deeper because we have to talk about, yes, you want to leave a legacy, but there are tax considerations that you have to think about. You want to make sure that the assets pass on in the manner that you desire. And uh, a lot of the other things that go on that maybe the average person has not thought about when they work with me, it gets a little deeper. So I'd say it may not be the first conversation, but it's probably the first really deep dive into what that means. Yeah, I I appreciate that. I feel like, to your point exactly, people probably have sort of a passing idea of what they'd like, but they maybe haven't dug that deep into it. So, and how about, what, what are you talking about when you talk about living in abundance? 
So I work with women who are professionals, most most who are professionals um, in some sort of capacity. Many of the women that I work with are either close to six figures or are at six figures or over. And so when I say living in abundance, I certainly do mean it from a financial aspect, being able to have that flexibility to, if you, you know, if you enjoy Starbucks, you should be able to go right. to Starbucks. Um, you should have the flexibility to do that. But abundance also means just kind of your whole life, um, your mindset, your health, your wealth, your spirituality. So abundance is not just the financial side, even though that's my primary focus, it's really the whole woman. Yeah, I think that I, I think that that's a great approach. I think oftentimes, folks in the financial industry only focus and only talk about the money piece and they ignore all the other things that you've been talking about. And that's really what money is for a lot of the time right. is to help people get that other stuff. Yes. And I always tell uh, my clients that, so we've heard the cliche and I'm sure you've heard it as well, that money doesn't buy happiness. And I, I believe that, but I also say that, but money does help you pay for experiences that can have lasting memories. So maybe it can't necessarily make you happy by the more money you have, but if you're able to take your family on a great trip and you have this wonderful experience and you create lifelong memories, well, certainly money can do that. Yes, it certainly does give you choices as well. Yes. So. <laughs> Well, I, on, on your website, you've got a quote that says that you've been given a unique gift to share with the world, but your finances may be holding you back or could be holding you back. And something I like to talk about is that financial peace of mind allows us to more fully pursue our passions. And I think that those are somewhat similar. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Sure. So I think that um, a lot of people are in uh, nine to fives because that's what pays the bills. That's what keeps their household going. But I don't believe that it, it, you know, what they're doing is necessarily their passion or what they're passionate about. I don't believe that it's necessarily their God-given gift or talent. There are things out there that I find that are just so very unique that people have. And I think that the world is waiting to hear from them and, and is waiting to get that great product that they have or to implement that great idea that they have, but they are stuck in a nine to five and are unable to share that gift with the world and mainly because of finances. So what I try to do is, um, along with what we were talking about earlier, it's certainly not, um, financial planning is not just all about money. It's just a piece of it. I try to dig into, well, what is your, you know, real passion and do you have a second chapter to your life? And, you know, what does that second chapter look like if you could financially, afford it, what does that second chapter look like for you? And that's kind of finding that unique gift and sharing it with the world. I think that's great. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting if just talking about how if somebody's working a nine to five job because, and I think that the majority of people do work nine to five jobs and, and plenty of people are, are satisfied and happy. But if you are in a nine to five, that maybe you're, you're, you're not in love with and you'd like to be doing something else, but you really haven't discovered a way to do that, uh, kind of to your point. How important is it to, to help people shift their perspective of just, okay, this is possible. There is a way that I could 
do that? So just how do you think that perspective really factors into financial planning? Well, I think one thing um, is mindset, which I'll talk about that um, I know as we go on for our our kind of our big tip. But I think that one thing is your mindset. So um, thinking about what you want to do and actually changing how you think about money and how you want to make that shift in your, you know, mentally is the biggest part of it. The second piece is you have to, just like with any other thing that you're doing in your life, you have to have a a partner, an accountability partner, a professional to help you kind of dig through that. So I am certainly in favor of people having life coaches or people to help them understand and get to the root of what they think their um, their gift is or what they you know truly are meant to do. And then I'm also a proponent of having a financial planner to help you see how that is is if it is feasible in your current situation. And if it's not, how do you get from point A to point B? Accountability plays such a huge role in probably really achieving anything worthwhile and in changing behaviors, breaking bad habits, and and, 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 and forming good habits. So I very much appreciate that. Yes. You talk about um, this. I, I believe you created a seven-step transition program to help people from, from one stage of life to the next. Would you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so it is the uh, general steps that all certified financial planners typically use with helping clients create uh, successful or highly attainable financial plans. So really just kind of starting with uh, a data gathering process and ending with the, the final step of implementing and monitoring whatever um, we've we've given to you as specific action plans. And so there's some obviously some steps in between that, but really it's about learning who the prospect or new client is, getting their background as far as their family is concerned, their finances, uh, working on on budgets, coming up with different programs and resources and tools that they can use to save for retirement or college or whatever those goals may be. And then, you know, in the end, looking for implementation and making sure that we monitor and hold them accountable for the action steps that we've given. I would say the difference um, from financial planner to financial planner is how they do that. Uh, So I've talked a little bit about myself um, with, you know, with making sure the mindset is correct. Maybe, you know, other planners do it a different way. So those seven um, different types of steps would just really depend on the planner that you're working with. For myself, I want my planning to be simple. I want it to be fun and I want to be relatable. It's just like when you go to a doctor and you're afraid to ask questions. If you haven't built that relationship and you don't know how to ask your doctor the right questions, then things go unnoticed. It's the same with financial planning. So as we kind of go through um, the different steps of financial planning, I may do it a different way than another financial planner will do it. But in general, it's the same types of steps from um, data gathering to, like I said, the end where we're doing implementation of our action plans. 
Do you find that 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 one stage or one step is more challenging for people than the next? Actually, it's the first. <laughs> the first step, um, understanding that you do need financial planning. I say that financial planning is important and is necessary for everyone. It doesn't matter how much money you have or don't have. What really is important is what your goals are. So the first step of understanding that you need a plan. And um, what I've had to overcome, believe it or not, is that when people actually understand that and they know they need the plan it's just kind of getting started because we're asking you for a lot of information we're asking for documents um, we're asking for spreadsheets we're asking for um, insurance policies so doing all of that is uh, work for the client and so just getting them to get all of that together uh, can be a barrier yeah, yeah, I I certainly appreciate that. It's funny, and people just aren't kind of like what you were talking about with going to a doctor. They're not necessarily accustomed to having these kinds of conversations, and they're not accustomed to sharing this kind of documentation with other people. So you're having to get over that. Uh, not only that people are busy and it's tough to get things together, but also over that sort of emotional or psychological hurdle of of sharing all this information. So. Yeah. And it's things that, uh, you know, sometimes we ask for things that they haven't looked at in a while. So it's like, you know, That's once you right. get an insurance policy and you put down a beneficiary, if you did that 20 years ago, you know, it may not be easy to find. You may have forgotten what you put on there. It may have been your, you know, your ex-husband and it shouldn't be that <laughs> that right. anymore. So uh, things like that come up, which is uh, good for uh, going through a financial planning process. And that's one of the things that I talk about when I say it's not necessarily about how much money you have or, or not have. It's, you know, what are your goals? Because things like what I just described, like your insurance policy up to date. I mean, do you have a, a will, a living will? Those types of things may not um, have a dollar amount on it financially, but they're an important piece of the financial planning process. Yeah, I always like that analogy of a financial junk drawer that we all seem to have. It's like I bought all this stuff years ago for a reason, but now I have no idea where it is, where or, it is. Or, or what the <laughs> <laughs> or what it says. Yeah, yeah. or if it's actually going to do what it is that it's that designed to do. So, and that in itself is a great advertisement for why you need to engage with a, a financial professional right there. Sure, make sure everything is taken care of. So. Well, Rochelle, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? So my difference-making tip, I alluded to it earlier, but changing your mindset and making your finances a priority is going to get you started it's going to get you started and it's going to help you finish. So you start the race, whether you're a turtle or a rabbit, um, and it's going to help you finish the race. It has to start with your mindset. And I'll give you um, a perfect example. Um, you know, there I work with a lot of people that go to games and concerts and, you know, uh, I don't know, a big concert, Jay-Z and Beyonce. I mean, it's Beyonce. Sure. You know, Beyonce comes to town. You know you're going to get a ticket. So if you get a ticket, you know you want to look glamorous. So you're going to get a new outfit and you're going to get your hair done. And it's going to be a whole girl's day and a limo and wine, whatever the case may be. (laughs) 
it can be a big deal. And so what I say to people is, if I know that you can do that and you're capable capable of doing that, I know you can do the same thing when it comes to your finances. It's just what's in your mind and what's your priority because something like that, although a great experience, no knock against the artist, it's going to cost you to have that experience. So if you put your finances um you know, in the same mindset, the same priority that you would put for something that you really, really, really want to do, it could actually change your life because you you start to focus on focus on saving for a goal, whether it be for retirement, whether it be for education, whether it be for a new home, whether it be just so that you have the flexibility to do what you want to do. If you change your mindset about your finances, it changes your life. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets a come on. Come on. Yeah. Come <laughs> on. Come on. Come on. And, 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 and it is so true. It is so true. People were to channel their energy and use their powers for good. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. that they they probably proven in some capacity if it's if it's getting ready to go to the Beyonce concert or go on vacation. You've you've demonstrated the ability to focus and to bring it all together. So let's yeah. just apply that everywhere else. I love it. Yeah. Well Rochelle, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Well, Savage Nation can go to RochelleSmith.com. That's R-E-S-H-E-L-L Smith.com. I am on all of your social networks as well. So if you, you know, go to Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and whomever else, and you just look for at Rochelle Smith, I am there. I do post videos. Uh, about financial topics. So even if you just Google me, you'll see some great videos about different financial topics that I've discussed. And you can certainly contact me. All of my contact information is is everywhere, but it's info at RochelleSmith.com. If you'd like to set up uh, an initial complimentary consultation, I'll be happy to help. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Rochelle your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to RochelleSmith.com. Find her on all the social media platforms and uh, and connect via info at RochelleSmith.com as well. Thank you again, Rochelle. Thanks for having me. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing. Leave us a review. And definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.